Hello everyone, my name is Jasmine and I am a manifestation and mindset life coach. I coach modern day women on how to manifest their desires and create their dream life through helping uplevel their mindset and radiate their inner glow. On Just Glow With It, we talk mindset, manifestation, and all things that modern women love. So from how to have a thriving social life, finding your dream career, to mastering self-care, I cover it all. If you're ready to embrace all the high vibes, up-level like never before, and live life the glow way, then keep on listening. And as always, remember to just glow with it. Hello everyone, welcome to part two of this girl talk. If you haven't already listened to the first part of this girl talk series, I highly recommend checking that out first. In that episode, we talk about anxiety, our experiences with anxiety, dealing with anxiety, how to get over feeling like you should have it all together, the truth about like enjoying your journey, enjoying your process, and all of that stuff. And in this episode, we are diving into relationships, situationships, self-love, and how to get over a toxic relationship, how to manifest your ideal relationship, your ideal partner, how to love yourself more, and our tips on maintaining and having a healthy relationship. So I hope you enjoy part two of this series, and um, let's just go ahead and get started in today's episode. So it's how to deal with a heartbreak from a toxic relationship and advice on relationships and situationships in general. I feel like I am such a slut for the universe. No, Wait, what? <laughs> I was trying to say, like, I'm such a slut for the universe that I feel like, oh my God, like everything happens for a reason. Like, yeah, yeah. One of those, but like... Okay, so we're answering how to, how to heal from... A heartbreak from a toxic relationship first right or what do you mean hmm that's hard it's hard because I feel like we go through things because you're meant to learn something there's yeah. something in your life that you need to learn so this situation was like brought to, into your reality yeah for you to integrate through it and it's not always your fault and I feel like that's the sucky thing it's like you have no control over what you're meant to learn in this life mm-hmm. you just sign up for it and you're born and it happens and you know healing from a toxic relationship is really hard um I don't know I don't know so my toxic relationship was years ago so I feel like enough time has passed for me to like reflect and like share what I learned from that toxic relationship so Although I agree if you're abused or something like that in a toxic relationship or you're cheated on or whatever, that's not your fault. But at the same time, because I believe in like the law of attraction and all of that, you attract that into your life. It's, it's kind of where it's like a gray area, I guess, because yeah. obviously no one's like, what the hell? I Why would I attract someone to cheat on me? Why would I attract someone... Yeah. T- into my life who beats me it's a little deeper than that so like I guess I'll say like my example my toxic relationship was he didn't 
love and value me the way that I would have liked a man to love and value me. But now that I look back on that relationship, I realize at that time in my life, I did not love and value myself either at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So that's why I attracted a man into my life who didn't love and value me either. So it's like, how could I expect a man to treat me a certain way when I myself wasn't treating myself that way? You attract certain situations and people into your life, whether you realize it or not, or whether it's on purpose or not. Yeah. And if you have been in a toxic relationship, part of you has to ask yourself, what about me attracted that into my life? Mm -hmm. Do I have low self-esteem? Do I allow myself to be walked over? Do I treat myself poorly? And then as a result, other people treat me poorly. Like, it's not just the other person either. Mm Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I and at first, like especially if you just get out of a toxic relationship, it's hard to be like, what did I do wrong? Because you feel you probably feel more anger towards that person. Mm-hmm. But honestly, as time goes on, you're able to see, oh shit, I did this too, or yeah. I allowed this to happen, and things mm-hmm. like that. Like I feel like it's like emphasis on what you need to work on as an individual, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, like as far as like the self-esteem and stuff too I do feel like if you are constantly being put down by your partner maybe you know okay I don't know okay um it's okay so there's (laughs) also like this thing it's called like a psychological itch and it basically is like I don't know the exact definition but it's like okay like growing up my dad was abusive okay so in my mind my norm is like man abusing women yeah man like not treating women fair Mm -hmm. and even though that's not a good thing and that's not okay that is my normal if I don't Mm -hmm. heal that part of myself then I will I will want someone to scratch that itch of mine Mm, and that's and that's why like if I like let's say I didn't heal that part of myself and a good guy came along and he treated me well and everything that a man should do for his woman he's not scratching that itch of mine because that itch is no men are supposed to abuse women and like mistreat Mm -hmm. them and you're not scratching that itch that I have so it's like Mm. you know you push the good people away so again it's just like about figuring out what you need to heal about yourself yeah a lot of it has to deal with working on yourself and I think when you're able to do that then you can forgive that person yeah because I don't know I feel like people can't break your heart you break your own heart you know what I mean like you break your own heart by putting expectations on people yeah you know like that's true like with my ex he he always showed me the type of man that he was he never tried to pretend to be anything he wasn't yeah but it was me who put these unrealistic expectations of Mm -hmm. who he really wasn't and then I ended up disappointing myself because I thought he would change or be different Mm -hmm. when the whole time he was always being himself I was just trying to see like another version of him yeah I agree In order to heal from a heartbreak, you have to heal from within 
first. Everything has to be from within first. And same with, like, situationships. You know, why is... I feel like, why is that even, like... A thing. A thing. <laughs> okay, I have a I have a strong opinion when it comes to situationships. Like, I feel like that's, like... Like, you're setting your standards too low. Unless it's something that you really want. Like, you, you're the one that's, like, like you I don't want yeah. a commitment or, you know, whatever. And you two are on the same page. I see nothing wrong with that. But, like, let's be real. 90% of the time, that's not what people want. It's their, like it's you said. underlying, like, they're okay, settling. I want a relationship. Okay, so the reason why I don't believe in situationships and I will never be in one or I don't condone them is because, okay, for me, <laughs> I'm a relationship person. So either I'm single Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe I'll talk to people, but that's it. Yeah, or same. I'm in a relationship. We're not doing this whole situation thing. Like, either you want to be with me or you don't. I i don't do the in-between thing because things get complicated and feelings yep. get hurt. Yep. And I feel that a lot of people get into situationships because they're too afraid to say what they want. Yeah. Or they're, the person that they're in a situation with, they don't want the same thing that they want. Mm-hmm. So they'll either settle... Or they convince themselves, oh, one day they'll change their mind, which is not fair to the other person if they're saying, I don't want a relationship, and you're over here like, oh, he'll change his mind. Mm -hmm. And then you end up getting hurt five months later because he still doesn't want to make you his girlfriend. It's like, baby girl, you did that to yourself. Uh So, yeah, I feel like a lot of times people are settling or lying to themselves, and they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with just messing around and then really they're not because they rather have that person in their life than yes. not have them at all. And in the end, it ends up biting me in the ass. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. So, yeah, I I mean, unless you truly, truly want a situation or, like, nothing serious and, like, you know for certain, go for it. Do your thing. But if you're not, stop lying to yourself. Also, <clears throat> dealing with it, like... I know the question was how to deal with a heartbreak from a toxic relationship and, you know, advice on relationships and situationships in general. I feel like most of these people who listen to your podcast are fairly spiritual. Um, so if you do, if you do find yourself in these situations where you're always being hurt, where you're always, you know settling like she said or getting played all of the above whatever it's not matching up to your expectations I feel like I mean obviously 100% working on yourself focusing on yourself because once you do the internal work and you feel good and confident within yourself you're going to attract someone who's on the same wavelength as you yes and someone who's gonna match up with you if you're in this like limbo of Oh, I don't know what I want. Um, I know I want a good relationship, but, like, I want someone who likes me the way I like them. Like, you have to be more specific on what you want out of a relationship. And, you know, really, like, get into it. Like, I feel like journaling is a really good way to manifest certain things and situations in your life. So if you want someone who is... I I honestly would, like, write down my whole dream guy. I want a guy who is respectful, someone who has a good sense of humor, someone who, you know, can meet my meet, my needs. 
has money. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, whatever. Has money. Whatever you want. So, yeah. Just be very specific to the T and be patient and just watch it manifest. I feel like a lot of people try to rush things like, oh, I want... I want a relationship or I want to hook up and they'll just go for anybody. And then that's how you get your heart broke because you don't really see, you're not fully invested in the person. You're trying to f- make someone fit a mold yes. that maybe they're not yes. meant to fit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. And then on top of like being specific on the, on the kind of partner you want, you have to ask yourself, Am I the kind of partner... I would want. I would want. Mm -hmm. Or am I the kind of partner, like, I would want to be for someone else? Because it's not just about the other person. It's about you, too. Like, how is it fair for you to want this amazing guy, and you're over here... Ain't shit. Ain't shit. Don't have a job. (laughs) Don't have a career. Don't... Isn't doing anything for yourself. Like, you have to be up to that match of what you want. And that's part of, like, manifestation is, like, whatever it is you want in life, whether it's... a a relationship or a job or whatever you have to be a vibrational match to that mm-hmm. thing for it to come into your life yes and also you have to believe that you're worthy of it because I think um like with manifesting that's what blocks a lot of people from receiving what they want is like deep down they don't believe they yes. can have it or like they're mm-hmm. worthy of it or whatever their blocks are so you have to really feel it You really have to be like, and even imagine yourself, oh my gosh, what would I feel like? What would we do? Um, How would our conversations be? Yes. Like, Like you really have to, like, daydream about it. Yeah. Really. And does it make you feel good? Like, when you... And focus on the feeling. Yeah. As you're daydreaming or, you know, in this mental manifestation focus on your feelings. Yeah. How you would feel. Because if you, like say all these things and imagine all of them but like deep inside you're like thinking about how your past relationship sucked and how you wish it could have been like that it's gonna get lost in limbo and it's gonna be yeah it's not gonna go anywhere and you don't have to wait until like that relationship comes to start feeling that way Mm -hmm. like you could take yourself out now you could like spoil yourself you can like tell yourself you're beautiful and this and that or whatever it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you would want she just ate a pepperoni and it was really cute <laughs> you could like whatever it is you would want your partner to do for you or make you feel you have to make yourself feel that way and things like that mm-hmm. so now more I guess advice on while you're in a relationship like how to maintain a healthy relationship and stuff communication <laughs> yes communication communication is 100% it's so funny because, um, anyways, I told you, like, how I was feeling, and it made sense for me to tell you, but I didn't tell him, and so, like, the next night, um, we were supposed to, like, watch Gossip Girl together, like, that, <laughs> like, it was the first time that we were gonna spend time together, yep. and, like, right as we were about to start, his friend called him, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, can we buy some stuff? some things off you because you know how he's selling like clothes and stuff Mm -hmm. and he has this little shop Mm -hmm. so he went and he was like okay like I'll be right back you know it'll be quick two hours later he's not home and I'm like so no what no gossip girl and then he was like oh I'm sorry like it took longer than I thought he was was, like (laughs) set it up and I'm like no I'm good Uh and I just went to bed and he's like dude what's wrong and then I finally explained to okay 
So I was like, I'm not your afterthought. Like, tell him, sis. <laughs> you know, you said that we were gonna watch Gossip Girl, and then you were gone for two hours. Like, you know, what the heck? And he's like, you're really, a, if you really think that I'm your afterthought because I was gone for this one time then I don't know what to tell you. And that's when I was like, it's not this one time. It's the fact yeah. that I haven't seen you all week. I haven't spent time with you when mm-hmm. you're off. Because when he gets off his day job, he goes and sells his stuff, like yeah. his business. And then when he gets home, he's tired yeah. and he goes straight to sleep. And I finally told him all of these things. And I was like, it's not just because you didn't watch Gossip Girl with me. It's because mm-hmm. all of these things. And then you didn't watch Gossip Girl mm-hmm. with me. And he was like, oh, why well, didn't know you felt that way? oh, I didn't tell you that, so how could you know? And he was like, you need to tell me these things because I never knew that's how you were feeling, and had I known, I wouldn't have gone with my friend to sell whatever it was I was selling. So I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, communication, because a lot of times we think, like, they should know how I feel, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not as obvious to the other person, and you can't be mad at them if you haven't communicated how you felt. Exactly, at all. And I feel like... A lot of people do that. I know that in my past, my ex did that a lot. Like, well, you, sh- you should know. Or he would literally question me and be like, you didn't know. And I'm like, no, what the fuck? Like, I'm not a mind reader. Like, on how he felt or, like, Yeah, or, like, wrong. if he got his feelings hurt or he was, like, you know, would act a certain way, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't... I didn't know. Yeah. And... Communication goes a long way. I feel like you can't ever overly communicate things at yeah, all. Like, no. it's always to be safe because I feel like a lot of people assume and then it's not what it is or what they thought, and then that's how feelings get hurt. Yeah, and not just in relationships <laughs> or like romantic relationships, yeah, but just literally in all. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, we had a stupid-ass fight, like, a few weeks ago. <laughs> a dumb-ass fight. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm done with this bitch. I'm deleting her number. <laughs> no. But it was all because it was literally miscommunication. Like, yeah. I interpreted something she told me in a completely different way than what she meant. Yeah. And, like, so my response was totally different, and she was like, what the fuck, like, why are you coming at me this way? That's mm-hmm. not what I meant. So it's like, yeah, you can never. <laughs> I was like, why are you yelling? I was like, we're supposed to record this episode. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, definitely you can never over communicate. So yeah, definitely rule number one to all healthy relationships, communicate. Communicate and essentially just treat your partner how you would want to be treated. Well, I want to be treated like a princess. And I, don't I do, too. Sometimes I do things, and I'm like, I should not be doing this right now. This is a man's job. <laughs> like, I am a princess. I just got my nails done. Like, I shouldn't even be touching anything. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, but I just think, like, mutual respect. Of course. I feel like you and Aldo have come a very long way. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's because we both grew as individuals, and that's how we were able to grow in a relationship. So that's, like, another thing. You know, people say, oh, this person's my other half. No, you should be your whole... Your your, own, yeah. Yeah, and then it's stronger for two whole people to come together as one than half. Half and half, because then you only be half. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like the reason why our relationship grew, like, 
is the way it is now is because we both worked on ourselves and our issues and our trauma and our fucked upness mm-hmm. and that was able to help us grow as a couple yeah so okay so like communication having treating each other with respect I feel like there's a lot of things I don't know how to explain it I think like when you're with someone you can kind of take them for granted or treat them like a certain way Mm -hmm. and like I know for myself I've I've talked to Aldo a certain way and then afterwards I'm like wow that was kind of rude of me like why did I do that like Mm -hmm. why did I talk to him that way so just like remembering that your partner is their own person they have their own feelings and you need to treat them with respect oh and you need to respect their boundaries and not so a good example is like it's always like watching gossip girl or something (laughs) i remember one time i really wanted to watch gossip girl with him (laughs) because again i hadn't seen him and it was like our quality time or whatever and he was like he straight up was like you know what i would love to watch gossip girl with you but i'm really tired can you please just like let me go to sleep Mm-hmm. And I was Aww. like, oh, okay. I, res- I respect that. Like, yeah. And I feel like it gets so easy for people to get offended. Yes. And be yeah. mad. And it's like, it's not that they don't want to spend time with you. It's he's tired. Mm-hmm. And, and if you really do love the person, then you would respect, respect that. that. And yeah. be like, you know what, babe? Get your fucking rest. And we can watch a million Gossip Girl episodes tomorrow. Yeah. Because I know you want to. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, and I think like when you get comfortable with someone, you forget that they have boundaries and their own needs that need to be like respected and stuff yeah so definitely that and then i guess like knowing their love language is a good one what i I, I just went through that oh yeah like that was a big lesson for you like different love languages Mm -hmm. you and i have the same venus yeah yeah. so i love wait no no, not venus Venus. (laughs) love language Mm -hmm. but right because we both like to receive gifts oh because we both have cancer in the second house i think yeah so I like to receive gifts so and I like to give gifts Mm -hmm. so the way I show love to people is like buying them things or buying them experiences Mm -hmm. but you have to remember that just because well this is something I had to remember just because that's what I like to give that doesn't mean that's what other people like to receive yeah so like Aldo he appreciates like letters Uh or like homemade things or Mm -hmm. he's like a very like he wants me to show him affection like physical and Mm -hmm. I'm so not that way Mm -hmm. like I have to be like okay hug your boyfriend (laughs) kiss him hold his hand so it's like you have to like be mindful that of like what your partner wants yeah in terms of that just you know true because I'm like I could give him like 10,000 gifts and be so excited and he's just like oh that's cool yeah and where's my hug (laughs) yeah so yeah being mindful of and speaking up of yours too Mm -hmm. like your own love language and what you want you know Mm -hmm. oh you're telling me no I'm saying like in general like being mindful of their love language but also yours yeah because you may be feeling like you're like we talked about this like what oh I said how Aldo wrote me a song or something and I was Mm. like oh that's cute and then that was it and to him that's like a really big thing but because that's not my love language Mm -hmm. it doesn't hit me the same (laughs) Did something just fall in my wine? Yeah. And I was saying, if he bought me a cup of coffee, I'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah, like, we did so just happy. Talk about this. So, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. 
what I was saying is you could be feeling unsatisfied even though your partner does things for you, but it's it may be because it's not the way you want them to do things for you. So that's why it's important to know your love language and what you want. I agree. In a relationship. So my love language is iced coffee <laughs> and food. At the end of the day, buy me something. <laughs> just kidding. And I mean that in a non-superficial way. <laughs> That's just like what I grew up with. That's yeah. how my dad showed me love, was buying me things. I feel like same with my dad. Like literally my dad came home and was like, oh, I brought your favorite chips. And, and it probably like, made you so happy, I right? I was like, that touched my heart. Like... <laughs> <laughs> my favorite <The> chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so communication, understanding each other's needs and boundaries, understanding each other's love language, jizz. Yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of just went through this. But definitely realizing when there is some sort of codependency. Mm. Because I feel like... Speak on that, sis. <laughs> I feel like... It could be a very dangerous thing. And then... How so? Because you rely so much on the other person to fulfill your happiness, but but also like, not knowing who you are. I'm getting lost in the person, for sure. Um, and I feel like that's something that I have struggled with. Um, and I think it's honestly, it has a lot to do with the fact that I am the only child and mm. that you know my dad spoiled me a lot when I was younger so you know having that and being in a relationship with someone it's almost like I would look for them to like take care of me in certain ways like the way your dad did maybe or, yeah yeah <clears throat> um but yeah I feel like I'm in this place where I am wanting to be more independent finally and um, you know getting to know myself again um, I feel like I could really be in a healthier relationship when I have everything that I need taken care of on your own yeah on my own yeah um yeah, I don't know. Well, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like... I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have the exact opposite problems. You say that you you may be too codependent on your person, and I feel like I can be too independent, independent yeah. to the point where it's like, am I even in a relationship with you? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like being either too much of either can be a bad thing because at the end of the day a partnership a relationship is two people coming together Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's important to be dependent enough on your own but Mm -hmm. also learn to rely on another person when you need to like yeah because life has definitely forced me to rely on my partner Mm -hmm. and it was really hard for me because that's you know I always had to be independent yeah, that's very true. But I also learned how much stress you put on yourself for no reason when you put everything, when you are too independent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of the burdens that I would carry were super like draining and just being able to have a person to confide in and to help me get through it, it made it less of a burden and less draining. And like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, 
that was a lot like you it's funny that you learned your lesson of like don't be too dependent and I'm like be a little bit more dependent because yeah. it's like both can be really really not good yeah so yeah finding that balance of your own independence which is amazing and like mm-hmm. being able to rely on another person I would say like my last tip for healthy relationships I guess I mean there's so much you could say but like we would be here forever yeah I think the last most important thing is before you can have like a good relationship with anyone you have to have a good relationship with yourself yes period period poo <laughs> you keep saying poo a lot today <laughs> That's your word of the day. What else did I say, poo? You said it in the car, like, twice. Really? Yes. It's just coming out. (laughs) No pun intended. No pun intended. But, yeah, I feel like you definitely have to work on the relationship with yourself if you want a healthy relationship or friendships or anything, like... Mm -hmm. And that actually leads to the next topic, which was somebody asked, how can I learn to love myself? Girl, wouldn't we all like to know? (laughs) I know. No. Um, Learning to love yourself. You need to write down or acknowledge all of the good qualities you do love about yourself and start there. And as far as insecurities and everything goes, I feel like I went backwards. (laughs) I feel like I was like, what the fuck is insecurity? Like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) And now, you know, I went through a situation and it tore me from the inside out. And I had to relearn who I was. I had to... And I'm still working on finding my confidence. But, you know, slowly but surely, you know, I'm working there one step at a time every day. Mm, Yeah. Um... There's a point where I was so insecure to where it's like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go out anywhere. Yeah. I would just always want to wear baggy clothes and, like, hide. Hide, really, because I just didn't feel secure and confident in my own body. And, like, today I'm wearing a dress right now, and, you know, I haven't been working out as much as I used to or would like to to where, like, I felt good about my body, but today jasmine pushed me and was like you know what you need to embrace your body more and i was like okay (laughs) like okay i'm putting it on okay let's try so i feel like taking risks with yourself as far as you know whatever your insecurities are whether it's your body or i don't know what else what the way that i learned to love myself was through changing my mindset because I had really, really poor mm-hmm. self-esteem and I didn't even realize it. Um, and I think a lot of times we tell, the, we tell these really nasty stories to ourselves about yeah. ourselves and we don't even realize we're doing it because it's all we've ever done. And a lot of times it's not even our stories. It's like stories that other people have put onto us. You know, like again, growing up my dad would be like, he would put me down a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I did something good, like I got a good grade or whatever, he would never praise me. He would never tell me good job. Never, ever, ever. Everything was always negative, like always bringing me down. So that caused me to have really low self-esteem and not believe in myself, not feel good enough about anything that I did 
one of the one of the ways to learn to love yourself is to rewire the story that you tell yourself. Yeah. Because how can you expect to love yourself one day if you're constantly putting your own self down? Yeah. I mean, like, there's so many other people out there in the world that's, that's going to judge you and make you feel like shit about yourself. So why are you going to be that person you should to yourself? Be the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when there's a million other people that are going to judge you mm-hmm. for that. So it's like... <clears throat> you need to be your own best friend. You like, really have to. Like, sometimes we're meaner to ourselves than we would be to other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like one thing that really did help me was the body ritual that I told you about when you got out the shower. When you, if you have insecurities about your body and you do find yourself putting yourself down all the time or you have these like ugly thoughts about yourself, which we all do, I mean, all the time. But there's this really cool ritual that I learned to do from um, the moon deck tarot. Um, In the little tarot deck book, they have... This ritual where you, after you come out the shower, or even while you're in the shower washing your body, or you could do it when you're putting on lotion, um, you know, you touch every place of your body, like... All the crevices. All the crevices. (laughs) Um, Rub the lotion in on your legs from your feet to your head or your face, whatever it is. And as you are lathering on your lotion or lathering on your soap, you start from your feet and you say, I love you feet, I love you ankles, (laughs) I love you calves, or I love you thighs, I love you hips, and just tell each part of your body that you love it. The first time I did it, I I actually cried because I didn't realize how mean I was to myself because I realized every part that I was telling that I loved I realized there was always I hated everything about myself like Mm. I didn't realize on every single part of my body there was something I criticized really and I didn't realize like I was like oh my god like I always would say like oh I don't like my feet or um like, why do I have this on, like, my calf? Or, like, I wish my legs were, like, thicker or something. And as I was, like, going up my body and, like, telling myself, I literally broke down in tears because I was like, oh, my God, like, I was being such a bitch to myself. Yeah, and it was probably, like, the first time you actually, like, nurtured and loved yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, that helped a lot. Okay, so everyone, (laughs) try out that ritual. Let us know how that makes you feel. So, yeah, like, definitely mindset your beliefs about yourself the stories you tell yourself and um I feel like you have to pump your own self up you yeah that's what I was thinking like you literally have to be like I'm that bitch yes (laughs) yes because no one else is gonna gas you up the way that you could gas yourself up Mm -hmm. and like there's nothing I feel like there's a difference between being like cocky Mm -hmm. and then being like confident and like really loving who you are and embracing who you are Mm -hmm. and also you don't need to put other people down to put yourself to make yourself feel better because that's not true confidence because what I see a lot like on social media is like 
<gasps> yes. Okay. Okay. That's this is good. So I see a lot of like bigger girls on social media. Not all, mm-hmm. but I've seen some posts of like a bigger girl showing her curves. Blah 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 blah. Like all that good stuff. And then the caption is like shaming skinny girls. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like even just tweets shaming skinny girls or shaming bigger girls and it's like you don't need to shame anyone else to feel good about yourself and if you do do that then you have some serious issues Mm -hmm. internal issues you need to work on yeah I agree because that's not true self-love I totally agree not saying that like you have to love everybody but if what's the saying like if you have nothing nice to say don't say anything don't say anything at all yeah but um Do you have any other advice for anyone trying to navigate their 20s? Have fun. I feel like that's the number one thing. But honestly, really have fun because we're not on this earth forever. Yeah. And like I said, I feel like I'm just such a big believer in, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, You know, everything is connected. Everything is divine. And I feel like no one should ever worry and I feel like I don't know if that's good or bad advice like of course you have your responsibilities like don't be a fucking idiot I'm not telling you to spend all of your money and have fun but like you know even when you're broke there's little things to do to have fun um don't rush the process at all Mm -hmm. because like we said there's always something that you need to learn before you get to where you're meant to be yeah and that's the most beautiful part of it all is the journey to the destination not yeah and why not have fun on the journey and also like your 20s are all about finding yourself like Mm -hmm. make mistakes try things like date people you wouldn't normally date like go places you've never been it's just about like I don't know the experience yeah for me it's about like exploring finding myself Mm -hmm building myself up to the person I want to be in my 30s mm-hmm. like I need to do the work now that way in the 30s I'm not dealing with the shit I'm dealing with now yeah exactly you know not that there's like a timeline of when you need to have things figured out but like for me mm-hmm. I don't want to be in my 30s dealing with some of the things that I've had to deal with yeah because it's all like emotional healing mm-hmm. like we if you think about it we literally are kids and we're just at the very beginning. Yeah. Like, we never knew that everything that happened to us was, like, a bad. Like, that's all we ever knew. Yeah. You know? And then now that we're older, it's, like, it's playing out in different ways. And we're, like, why is this happening? Why Why do I feel like this? Why am I acting like this? Why did I do this? And it's, like, I feel like the 20s are definitely meant for you to get to know yourself. Yeah. It's a crazy time. <laughs> And also just to never forget that you're not alone. Because our generation right now, I feel like it's really hard for all of us out there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, With all of the the way the economy is, you know, it's really hard for people to get jobs. And, you know, there's a lot of people getting depressed. And we're all in this together. We're all literally dealing with the same things. Mm -hmm. You have to be strong. And I feel like if you need to reach out, you can always reach out to us. Yes. <laughs> you know? that's, and I feel like, you know, that's why, like, we, we are doing what we're doing because 
we want to like connect people we want people to know they're not alone because we have felt alone mm-hmm. and we now so. we have each other so it's like mm-hmm. now why don't we share that with others why don't we like build our community and like like we're healing one another let's heal other people like yeah. it's just like really it's beautiful I know it is <laughs> it's like really really nice and yeah you're definitely not alone we'll get through it guys just a few more years we'll get through it (laughs) for real yeah and don't don't let anyone dictate how your life should be oh yeah don't that's like especially in your 20s like I guess this could go along with the question of how to get over feeling like you should have it all together it's stop fucking listening to what other people are saying especially if their life ain't shit okay (laughs) like don't take advice from people who aren't don't have the life that you would want Mm -hmm. or are not happy themselves then it goes back to they probably don't love themselves and that's why they're so judgy on your life and they're probably jealous of you and what you have you really got to follow your heart honestly and that's honestly the even if your heart doesn't make logical sense i promise every time i followed my heart it didn't fucking make sense but it always worked out (laughs) yeah exactly always Mm -hmm. always always like okay so (laughs) any last words before we end this episode thank you for having me of course (laughs) thank you for being on the podcast do you want to um like share your any social media where people can find you yeah, sure. Um, you guys can follow me at Michaela Mendez. I'll link it in the show notes so you guys can follow her. And feel free to reach out if any of you need advice or a friend for anything. I feel like I'm very friendly. Just know she's my best friend first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope the background noise wasn't too bad. Um But if you like this episode, I would appreciate if you can share it with someone who you think might like to listen to it. Share it on your social media. Tag us in it. And as always, until next time, remember to just just glow with it. it.